this is a public service announcement. <laughs> I mean, okay, cool. Sam like thinks it for everybody because Sam's a goddamn saint. I mean, I can get down with that. That's cool. And I almost fell the fuck out on the floor. I was like, so why the fuck are they flying around like goddamn Twilight vampires? I don't understand what is happening. I think I've read that fan fiction. He's a ghost. Oh my God, get the salt. <laughs> oh, I didn't see this spoiler. This spoiler was in my head. Spoiler was in my head. Did you just say that? It was a Brandy created spoiler. Like, and Cass has been wearing the same outfit for uh, how many years now? God knows. Somebody gives boy a hoodie. I mean, goddamn. Oh, yeah, that's going to get cut out. Welcome to Fangirlin', saving ships, hunting spoilers, the fangirl business. I'm Megan. I'm Brandy. And this week we'll be discussing. Um, God knows what, but mainly Canon Destiel. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, before we get into that, how the hell are you? Listen, I feel like a different fucking person since the last time I've seen you. I don't know. I don't. How are you? <laughs> I, I'm alright. I'm hanging in. Okay. I um, quarantine's been rough. I fell off the wagon and the toilet and got back on the wagon. <laughs> it was bad <laughs> but um yeah i've been taking out all my stressing on drawing and apparently i'm a little bit better at it than i thought it was so she really that's is fun. she really is y'all i might uh shamelessly tweet a tiktok on the fangirling account and uh will shamelessly also tweet megan's red bubble account because it's good it has I- nothing to do with supernatural but you know whatever <laughs> Mine only does for the time being. It, it's going to move on. Yeah. yeah. I've been drawing a lot, but some of our listeners know that. Karen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Karen. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> um, anyway, so we're not really doing a This Week in Fangirling because uh, obviously you guys know what we're fangirling about. Yeah. Casting. Yep. Yeah. Casting. And uh, in summation, yeah, that's about it. Yay! <laughs> I think we need to address the fact that we just kind of fell the fuck off and stopped recording. Yeah. <laughs> I blame quarantine. We, I, I blame quarantine. I also blame the fact that I wanted to watch this as a fan. I didn't want to feel obligated. I wanted to enjoy the end and. When and when when it got to the point where we felt like we needed to scream about it, we're here. We're finna do it. Yeah, uh, we'll get back to we'll get back to regular episodes one day. Right now, we're here to scream about Destiel and um, tell you why you should not be upset that Cass is in the empty. Because in my opinion, Dean is going to save him and he's going to say he loves him, and that's all. And it'll be a beautiful parallel for their relationship, Cass. Yeah. Save Dean from hell. Dean will save Cass from the empty. It's so beautiful. <laughs> it's the love we'll story that was never meant to happen. I know. Well, no, we can get into that because this is fangirling, right? Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely wasn't supposed to happen. And that's why it's so fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's all me. Yeah, like, um, what? let's let's talk about the fan fiction and the song first because we do yeah. have yeah. Okay. So, what you got for fanfiction? Okay. 
<laughs> so I fell off on reading fan fiction, and sometime when I had fell off the wagon, I, <laughs> I read this one, and so I don't really remember what happened, but I know it was good because I sent it to Megan and screamed about it. Mm. So <laughs> it's called Touch Bonded, and it's written by Destiel Shipper Forecast. It's about 13,000 words. Um, it's a witch cast fic. And basically what happens is, I'm not reading the, what you call it, the summary. Because, because I didn't have anything to type it on that one, write all that shit. Anyway, what happens is, Cass is a witch. Dean um, is a hunter. And Cass is doing magic to heal Dean. And ends up, Cass is like taking on the injuries. And Dean finally figures out that Cass can feel anything that he can feel. And, well, you know. <laughs> so, it's pretty good. I, I kind of remember the end. It was, it was good. You should check out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not really long either. It's like, I could probably read it at an hour or less. Yeah, no, it's not long. It was really, from what I remember, it was good. And my reaction when I searched our messages to find the link, I, I liked it. <laughs> I don't remember. I really don't remember you saying, listen. It was in July, according to Facebook Messenger. Oh, okay. Um, well, the brain fog is real. I don't yep. remember anything. Like, nothing. No. Like, everybody's having problems with their memory. Like, it's just... And I thought it was just because, you know, I had fell off the wagon and got drunk. But no, just nobody remembers anything. So, whatever. No, like, I... In the past week or two, I've been like, is my medicine even working? Like, because my brain fog is bad. It's real bad. I think it's just everybody's so tired of this shit and it's just getting worse and worse. <laughs> yeah. And we're, yeah. So uh, there's like no end in sight. So everybody's just like, fuck. Our brains turn to mush. Mm, yeah. Make sure you stock up on that toilet paper because uh, I'm fitting to hit up Amazon. <laughs> yeah um we're, so, we're starting to stockpile we have yeah but we we need to um, my main concern right now is getting everything ordered for christmas for the kids so that it will be here on time yeah so that's my main concern and then i'll start ordering weird yeah. that we might need anyway it's got a real good song for I us have a good song and honestly i feel like it is the um the Desiel Shippers Anthem. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. It is called Vindicated by yeah. Dashboard Confessional. Uh, if you haven't heard of it, go listen to it because it's fantastic. Oh, um, so yeah. Obviously, if you know what the word vindicated means, yeah. you, you, get, you get it. You understand. <laughs> Vindication. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. So the, the lyrics, um, the chorus of it says... Uh, I am vindicated, I am selfish, I am wrong, I am right, I swear I'm right, swear I knew it all along, and I am flawed, but I'm cleaning up so well, I am seeing in me now the things you swore you saw yourself. Yes! Good. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, we're vindicated. We are vindicated, and that also sounds like very much in Dean's point, point of view. Absolutely. He's starting to see the things in himself that Cass saw because, like, at the end of last week's episode, when Chuck said his shit about him being a murderer, and he yes. goes, "No, that, that's not who I am." I was like, "Yes, baby." <laughs> yes, I, I love, so I love the um, kind of parallel to the who we are, 
Like, this yes. is who we are. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Be proud of who you are. So good. First of all, we decided to do this this morning. <laughs> this morning. Yes. And so we're like, okay, well, let's, well, we're going to try to do like a wrap of all the show, the shows that we missed, but that's just not going to, that's too many episodes. It was seven episodes. We're sorry, y'all. Yeah, my bad. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so we decided to do a Destiel special because this is, you know, it's, it's fangirling. That's what it's we've been on since day one. Mm-hmm. We were like, if you aren't here for Destiel, sorry. Get the hell out. This ain't That's the podcast for you if you ain't here for it. Yeah, well, Karen, I'm glad you didn't leave. Thank you. But, but, <laughs> but we did start to turn her. I'm just saying. Yes. We'll, we'll have to ask her about this past episode, what, what she felt about that, because that's very interesting to me. Yes. But um, I'm interested in, since we were like, okay, Destiel special, you take notes, and then I'll take notes. I'm, I'm interested to see how you approach the note-taking, because mine went way different than I thought. How I approached it is, um, I really just started to think about my favorite Dean and Cass moments. And then yep. I started to think about, like, how everything has changed just from that one scene. Like, you, yeah. we could go back, season four, episode one, go back and watch their relationship blossom. And, and it's I like, intend to, by the way. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Um, but it's like everything hits different now. It does. So much different. So it's, it's so like good. the, it's like the, um, you got to think about like, oh, the, the crypt scene or the, you know, the I need you. And, and it's like Cass is like overcoming this reprogramming of his brain. And it's because of Dean. Dean changed him. And it's like you see all of this stuff where Dean is literally changing him throughout this entire series. It's so good. <laughs> so good. So good. And Cass was not even supposed to be like a returning, like, long-haul character. They tried to kill this motherfucker twice, right? Like, before they decided to just keep him. I don't know about that. I don't know. Like, that we're going to get rid of him in season seven, too. Well, I mean, that wasn't going to be permanent. Misha asked for time off. Oh, okay. Which kid was it that was born? I can't remember if it was West or Mason. I can't remember how long ago that was. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that. Either way, I know the motherfucker wasn't supposed to be there for the long haul, and then he was. And then, like, now he's the angel that didn't do what he was told, and it's just the whole fucking point, and it's so beautiful. Anyway. He's always been the angel with a crack in his chassis. I love it. I kind of took the same approach, but I ended up because after I watched Despair and Cass said he loved Dean, I was like, all right, I gotta go back and rewatch this season because brain fog. I don't remember what happened. Yeah. So I started rewatching it and um, I'm noticing all this stuff about hearts. You know, we talked about hearts. Yeah, we did. We did. Hearts a lot. So what I noticed um, in the beginning, uh, Belfagor, which mm-hmm. is not Jack, but in the same body, um, he is needing a human heart to do a spell. 
Mm-hmm. And then when, 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 and, and, and Cass hates him. Cass is like, so not fucking here for it. And then when Jack comes back, he's eating angel hearts. Mm-hmm. And Dean, Dean fucking hates him. He's like, that's not a fucking kid. He doesn't matter. Blah, blah, blah. Right? So, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think it's that hard. But anyway, that's like weird that uh, it's like Cass is, no, Jack is going to be different and he's gonna you know do something with a human heart and an angel heart so now he's god jack so is he like gonna bring Cass back so their hearts can be together also billy grabbed dean by the motherfucking heart in despair when she was up on the balcony and she did her fist and he clutches his chest and then Cass uh, gets, yes. yeah there's a lot of heart shit going on huh so interesting yeah um, and looking back, like the 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 major arc of this season is Dean and Cass fighting and getting over it, and what's coming next, and and then like all the Chuck's end in the world, like that's the B plot. Like nobody fucking cares. Like that's not that's not the part that matters. But like I have pretty much an example of them saying that this is where it's going in every motherfucking episode of this season. If you would like to hear it. Really? I would. Okay. So, <laughs> let me get a drink. Hold on. So, in 1501, I don't have names of any of them. In the first episode, uh, Dean is being, like, a complete ass, right? So, <laughs> this is after the fight and everything. And they're in the tomb. And they're just bickering. And Cass is like, well, I wouldn't starve. Whatever, right? He's like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, that's the whole um. Hold on. That part don't matter. I was talking about the the hearts and all that. Anyway, then in the second was the we are. Mitch, we are. Okay, and then in the third one, they fucking broke up at the end. Where, by the way, the uh, BM scene should have been. Dean and Cass were breaking up. So, that's showing you right there that the brother bond is not as important as what is happening with Dean and Cass right now, okay? Anyway, in the fourth one, um, Becky... Speaking of which... Hang on. Speaking of which, yeah. the uh, the brother bond not being as important, I like you said, brain fog. I remember nothing. Um, I saw something on Twitter earlier about Dean, like basically saying that he would kill Sam for Cass or something like that, like to save Cass. Or I can't, I can't remember exactly how they worded it. I'm like, when did that happen? I don't remember that. Or it's like they he would sacrifice Sam. To save Cass, or I can't remember exactly what they were talking about, but I was like, "When the fuck did that happen?" Because that does not sound like Dean. I don't. I don't think that happened. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I can't remember I, where I saw it. I don't remember that. I don't know. Um, he would not. Right. He would, I'm, I'm he would see, that though. I'm gonna see if I can find it again. Like, I need to, I need, yeah, I need you to find that, because I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> anyway, proceed. Okay, so in the fourth episode, this is the one uh, where we go back and see Becky, and everything that she said about how nobody gives a fuck about the monsters, we just want to, like, see them do laundry or whatever, <laughs> and yes. then all of her Funkos, that she had all of Dean and Cass standing together, like, Sam was always on another side, um, and then... This is also the episode where Dean refers to himself as the meat man. And meat man. 
Yeah, and when he was talking about the veggie bacon, he said he didn't want no Sarah McLaughlin grass eater crap in his kitchen. Sarah McLaughlin, uh, please see lyrics for In the Arms of the Angel. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Episode five. Cass isn't there because he left, you know, when they broke up in episode three. But uh, Lilith is there and she keeps talking about missing her friend from 11 years ago. And Dean just keeps like looking all sad and shit. And then there's the weird uh, pervy obsession Chuck has with Dean in that episode. Mm hmm. And I saw where someone at the very beginning of that episode where he ate the ghost pepper jerky mm-hmm. was talking about how this was symbolizing the fucking uh, burning, like, what I can't think of the word, like, all the all the burning feelings he has inside because Cass is gone. <laughs> like, the, the only thing that, like, quenched it was this blue bottle of water. And I was like, okay, you guys are reaching, but I'm here for it. <laughs> anyway. Oh, oh, I found it. Okay. Okay. Um, it's... Something on from I don't know how to say their name zero stumble line three whatever. Um, remembering how Dean told Chuck to bring back Cass and that he didn't care if it meant he had to kill Sam, but Dean doesn't love Cass. Hold on, read that to me one more time. Dean saying what? Me remembering how Dean told Chuck to bring back Cass and that he didn't care if it meant he had to kill Sam. Okay, so when they were standing in the parking lot in front of the Impala and Chuck comes up and they're like, all right, fuck it, we surrender, we'll kill each other, we don't give a fuck, just bring everybody back. And Dean's like, and Cass, you bring Cass back. That's like the only mention of him in the last episode, other than him telling Jack that he died. And, gotcha. you know, and sleeping the, on the liquor bottle. Yeah. So, yeah, he would kill himself and Sam, bring Cass back. Wow. Yeah, that didn't sink in in my head, I guess. No, holy shit. Good observation, person. (laughs) Okay, so in the sixth episode of this season, um, this is the one where Cass is doing the the gin case. And you know what I'm talking about? He goes and talks to the the cop, and the cop didn't have any. He was gone because he was getting a haircut. Okay. He went fishing. Or he wanted to go fishing or he had a friend that went fishing fuck if I know, I don't know, something about fishing he had a friend who praised fishing for its meditative qualities or something, right? that's it Okay, <clears throat> that's not the fucking point Okay, the point is <laughs> the receptionist, before he goes in to make this phone call to, you know, he goes in to talk to the sheriff and the sheriff's like, oh, I need to speak to your supervisor so he calls and dings the dick I, we'll get to that, but before that the receptionist that's talking about the guy being going to get his hair cut, her shirt is green and blue, mm-hmm. and she is reading a book called Lover's Quarrel. Yes. Oh, oh my. So I, these- can't remember, I can't remember if we mentioned, we, we did that episode, right? Like, we recorded a podcast on that one. We did, but I don't okay. know if we mentioned that part. Okay. Um, did we ever mention the fact that the sheriff was bald? And he was going to get a haircut. <laughs> and we definitely did, yes. <laughs> you pointed that out. I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, she's, yeah, I remember that. Okay. Anyway. So she's, yeah. reading, she's reading a book about a lover's quarrel. And then he goes in and the guy's like, <laughs> let me call your supervisor. So he calls him and this motherfucker says, put my agent on the phone. <laughs> and 
cast is just like got the angry cat face going on. Mm-hmm. And um even though Dean's like mad at him, he's telling him to watch yourself and check his fucking messages because even though I'm mad at you, I love you and I don't want you to die, you dumbass. Right? Yep. And so before he hangs up though, oh my god, I didn't notice it. And if I did I don't know. I don't remember noticing it. But before he hangs up, he takes the phone away from his ear, wipes back, takes the back of his hand and wipes his eye like he's wiping a tear away or pushing a tear down or just like, fuck. And then he puts it back and Dean's already hung up. Right. It's because it's when Dean hangs up that he puts it to his eye like he's wiping a tear away. And then he puts it back and he fakes says, yeah, OK, thanks. Bye. Whatever. Listen, hurts when you rewatch it. <laughs> um. In the seventh episode, <laughs> are you guys having fun with this? Sorry. <laughs> In the seventh episode, Cass has to call Dean because Sam is hurt uh, because of Sergio, remember? And Eileen was there, and Cass finally got to cock block Sam, and it was hilarious, right? Cass has to call Dean because Sam is hurt. Okay, so what happened was uh, Dean left. To go do something. I don't know. He was tired of sitting there. He left to go do something. Sam and Eileen were in the bunker. And Dean's like, "Mm, leave a sock on the door. Okay. And then, (laughs) so they're like about to like kiss and do it and stuff. And Cass walks in. And cock blocks him. And then Sam's got the the shoulder hole. And Sergio is coming. Sergio. No. Cass fucks with the shoulder hole does the rubber band to his soul or whatever and Sergio comes and makes it worse and and he has to call and leave Dean a message and he's like where are you Sam is her and then at the end Dean shows up and he goes hey and Cass like is all surprised and turns and looks and goes Dean (laughs) and it's so precious and then they're awkward and that's all that and then um in the eighth one what happened oh this is when Rowena tells him to fucking fix it. Yeah. And she's yes. And she's talking about how she regrets losing Fergus and you have to fix things. And she's talking about people you love because she loves her son. Okay? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh then we get old Michael and uh Adam, not yeah, Adam. Michael yeah. and Adam. And he says uh that they have to go to purgatory, holy shit. And also, he says, since when do we get what we deserve? And looks at Cass all weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I remember that. Yes, uh, yesterday, I believe, on some kind of online con, uh, Jake said that that was not scripted. That was. Really? Yes. That was not scripted. So. Wow. Okay. Wow. Uh and then the ninth episode is the purgatory and the prayer and the, you know that shit. Yes. And then, I, mean, I don't have to. I don't have to elaborate. Uh, the tenth episode. <laughs> oh my god, this one's good. I got some good shit on this one. Are okay. you ready? I'm ready. I might already said it in the other one, but I don't care. When we recorded, okay. So this is the one where they're they have no luck and they're at Garth's, right? Mm-hmm. The dean has to go to sleep and get his teeth worked on and he does the weird dancing thing, right? Yeah. Okay. So he's dancing with this lamp, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I love lamp. He loves lamp. Okay. So at Fried Chicken Angel Wings on Tumblr pointed out that um 
Cass has always been a lamp. If you go back to season nine, when Cass was not allowed in the bunker because of the drill, Dean slept in the middle of his bed, had one nightstand and one lamp. When Gadriel left and Cass was allowed in the bunker, Dean slept on one half of his bed. There were two nightstands and two lamps. So, <laughs> yes. And the set guy, Jerry Wainick, or however you say his name, has confirmed that they do that shit on purpose. Mm-hmm. So, so he danced with the lamp, and then at the end of the episode, he looked longingly at Garth and Bess as they danced. So, you know, that happened. And then, what else? If you want to add anything or tell me to shut the fuck up, you go right ahead. Oh, no. Um, I mean, if, while you're looking, I, I was thinking about um, how people are a little upset that Dean didn't have time to reciprocate didn't have time to say I love you too um right. which is literally when I was yelling at my tv right back. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's not how Dean works he has to process things yeah and and basically like he has to drink himself into oblivion to process it which is what he has done yes he is processing it and and it, people are like, well, obviously Dean doesn't reciprocate because he didn't say it back. But bullshit. That's that's not that wasn't going to happen. It was never going to happen that quickly for Dean because Dean is also sitting there and thinking about all of the things that has happened with Cass and how they hit different now. Yes, he is having revelations. Yes, and does anybody like remember how? fucking hard it was for like Dean to tell Mary how he actually felt. Yes. That's his fucking mom. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Speaking okay. of family, familial love is like the, the it's like the top tier for Dean. So like him saying that Cass is his brother, Cass is his family, that is saying that he loves him. But yes. he just doesn't say those words. He just doesn't. Right. We'll, get, we'll, we'll come back to why he's definitely going to fucking say it. Okay. <laughs> so, in the 11th episode. <laughs> in the 11th episode, uh, Jack is back and he is eating angel hearts. And um, this is what Dab tweeted that day. Uh, he says, tonight on Supernatural... Does anything last forever? I don't know. Maybe we're near the end. So, darling, how can we go on together now that we've grown apart? Well, the only way to start is heart to heart. I'm telling you, motherfuckers, the heart shit is too much, okay? Um, also, this is the same episode. In the episode prior to this, uh, when Garth broke him out of the monster cage or whatever, and Dean's like, oh, you're so strong. <laughs> In the the very next episode, <laughs> Cass removes a padlock with his thumb and pointer finger. Just, <laughs> yeah. Dean's uh, pink satin panties were wet. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Okay. So, in fifteen twelve, I am just holding on to this for, 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 this is why. This is the quote. That I that is making me think that this week is gonna be 
just all the gay shit. Are you ready? Okay. So Cass in, in episode 12 says, I knew the story wasn't over. I knew Jack wasn't done. I was right. And Dean clinks his glass to him and said, well, here's to being right. Fuck you guys. Vindicated! Anyway. (laughs) Okay. Uh, In the 13th episode, Cass is talking about how Dean feels things more acutely than any human he's ever known. Um, Okay. (laughs) What? He's a Jack. And I'm like, I don't think... uh, your son needs to know about that, okay? I don't think he needs to know about your sex life. I mean, no. Um, but this is the episode where, this is Destiny's Child, where they go, this is where we have not talked about it. <laughs> this is where we stopped recording. Um, Dean Cass goes to the empty, so he gets Jack to, like, kill him. Well, when he comes back to life, Dean goes, you're an idiot, by the way. <laughs> and... Uh, Cass is like, well, I found the location. Am I still an idiot? And they're just really husbandy bickery. But then they go to the location to get the occultum. And I don't know how I missed it the first time I watched it. But they're in this church looking for the occultum. And <laughs> they're literally standing at the altar. Dean on one side, Cass on the other. And Jack, God, in the middle. just. It's it's a union blessed by God. I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyway, then in the fourteenth, uh, this is the one with the fucking wood nymph and the fingernail thing. Why? Why? I knew when I saw a Christmas tree that that bitch was gonna pull Sam's fingernail off. You don't remember oh, this? One? Yes. 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 Okay, I remember. Okay. Yeah, that was but gross. All, yeah. All I got from this was uh, they won't domesticity and holidays and also that was my baby jack's birthday and dean made a happy birthday jack cake and that made me happy anyway (laughs) in the 15th episode Cass goes to do a crossroads thing like to summon a crossroads demon and he has a picture of himself in the cowboy hat yes where did you get that stopped and took a picture (laughs) he had to have okay um, oh, and Cass's agent Swift, and we all know that Dean loves Taylor Swift, so. Obviously, yes. Uh, oh, and then this is where, at the end, Cass tells Dean that Jack is gonna die, which, growth, you guys are actually telling each other shit, mm-hmm. like, he's gonna die if he does the spell. Yeah. Um, and then, in the 16th episode, Cass isn't in it, but he um, sends Dean a text message and so all it says is, did you tell Sam yet? And it's just very married couple. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the lady at the end, that was their friend. I don't, listen, this really bothers me that they meet somebody for like one week, 25 years ago and they're, the, they're their fucking friend. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they've weird. never mentioned them. Yeah. Weird. But uh, she said that Dean had changed. And she said, what do they say about getting older? You tell the truth more because you know that lies, they don't make anything better. Yep. I, I, I think that was the episode that I thought was a pile of crap. And um, I was very disappointed in that episode. Why? I didn't want them to do Little Dean and, Ca- Little Dean and Sam again because yes, they recast them and it was terrible. Terrible. They had to recast them. I get that. It's been so long, but 
Mm. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. And I didn't like the characterization in it because Dean said some bullshit to Sam that he would have never said to Sam. It's stupid. Well, what did he say to Sam in that one? I can't remember exactly what it was, but he was basically being an ass to Sam. And I'm like, that's not how Dean treated him. He treated him like he could do no wrong. Oh, that was his baby. Gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. All right. So in the 17th episode, we're getting there, guys. This is about about it. Okay. In the 17th episode, uh, the main thing that I have is that Chuck comes at Cass and says, do you know what every other version of you did after gripping him tight and raising him from perdition? They did what they were told but not you, not the one off the line with a crack in his chassis. Everything Cass has ever done for Dean was real. Dean is processing this information even before the next episode when shit hits the fan and Cass professes his love. Yeah, the whole um, we are hits different after that line from Chuck, too. That motherfucker said we are and he motherfucking meant it. Yes. Yeah. That's great. Oh, it's great. And then we get to 18th episode. And it's just, this is Destiella's canon. This is where it happens. Yep. This is the whole reason we're recording this episode. <laughs> Literally. Um, I didn't write all this down, Megan. Help I, us. I copied it from the okay. transcript. Um, so Cass is, you know, finally, finally fucking explaining the deal that he made with the empty I was like, oh, my God, is he finally doing it? Yes. Yes, he did it. Thank well, God. And there's a lot of information for Dean to process, guys. Like, just yes. pay it. It's a lot of information. <laughs> so um, Dean's like, why are you telling me this now? And so begins Cass's confession. He mm. said, I always wondered ever since I took that burden, that curse, I wondered what it could be, what my true happiness could even look like. I never found an answer because the one thing I want is something I know I can't have. I started screaming right here. (laughs) But I think I know. I think I know now. Happiness isn't in the having. It's in just being. It's in just saying it. And Dean's like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Paul's right there. Somebody was talking about how Bobo wrote that. And it was just like, he wrote this speech, first of all, on the first day in the writer's room for season 15. This was day one. He wrote this. If that doesn't tell you how fucking important this is, that it was written day one. Well, Misha knew about it a year ago. Misha knew this. Yeah, and he's such a fucking liar. He's going to be in the last episode. Dumbass. Anyway. And do you it, remember? Do you remember? Um, oh, Jensen said something about the end. Like how... He had to have a talk with somebody to come to terms with it. Like, because he, because he was too close to the character. Yep. This is it. This, is, this it. is it. Oh, my God. And then, and then Misha keeps talking about how Jensen was so okay with everything and how he didn't have a problem with anything. Well, he wouldn't have a problem with Cass saying he loves him to Dean. The only thing that anybody would be questioning if the motherfucker had a problem with was be saying, I love you, too, and maybe possibly kissing him. At least a forehead touch, please. <laughs> Come on. That's all. Anyway, anyway. so um, after... 
Dean is like, what the fuck are you talking about? I didn't even say what I was going to say. Okay. Bubba was worried okay. about coming out. That's just a beautiful line about coming out in general. Just the, the It's not in the having it. It's in the being. It's in just saying it. Just being who you are and accepting it. And that is beautiful. Continue. Yeah. So Cass says, I know, I know how you see yourself, Dean. You see yourself the same way our enemies see you. You're destructive and you're angry and you're broken. You're daddy's blunt instrument. And you think... I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, and you think that hate and anger, that's, that's what drives you. That's who you are. It's not. And everyone who knows you sees it. Everything you have ever done, the good and the bad, you have done for love. You raised your little brother for love. You fought for this whole world for love. That is who you are. You're the most caring man on earth. You are the most selfless, loving human being I will ever know. You know, ever since we met, ever since I pulled you out of hell, knowing you has changed me. Because you cared, I cared. I cared about you. I cared about Sam. I cared about Jack. I cared about the whole world because of you. You changed me, Dean. And Dean's like, why does this sound like a goodbye? I knew he was going to say it when he started talking about love. I was like, he's going to say it. Je- Jeffrey and Peyton sitting beside me, done, like, they didn't have a fucking clue. And when it happened, I was like, ah! okay, anyway, guys. Yeah. And, and that's when Cass says, I love you. And Dean's like, don't do this. He tells him, goodbye, Dean. Oh, no. And the handprint. The handprint. When I saw the handprint, I sobbed so loud. <laughs> <laughs> anyway it's too much it was too fucking much it was beautiful and everybody that's like talking about how dean's reaction was like all homophobic and all this shit guys 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 really and, and the process the don't do this was not at the i love you it was at the don't leave me don't tell me you love me and then leave me like everybody else i've ever loved don't love me and leave me Wait, there are people saying that don't do this is is about don't confess your love to me. Are you kidding me right now? No. You hate on a ship. You hate on it real hard, apparently. Also, also, all I got to say is cope. Oh, my God. Yes, cope. Oh, my God. I'm (laughs) so The best. Um, So, I finally got Dylan caught up. So we've been watching live and um, he knows he knows knows about Dean and Cash because I've told him and he's like, you know, I just don't see it that way because I mean, it's not explicitly in the show. He's very, he adheres to Canon very strictly in everything that he watches. He, his comic book stuff. If it doesn't adhere explicitly to Canon, he doesn't like it. So got it. (laughs) Yes, he's one of those comic book nerds that argues with people online. Love it. <laughs> or he would if he cared that much. But okay. <laughs> so um, he, as we were watching, I was freaking out, obviously. And he's like, he's he's like after he says um, the "I love you" thing, and I'm screaming, "Say it back, Dean! Just say it back!" He's like. This is where he should say something like, you're my brother, or I love you, brother. And I'm like, oh, honey, 
No, no. honey. Ooh. It's not a brush. I can't wait for him to make out. And <laughs> Dylan would just fall off the couch and be like, no! <laughs> I can't wait. a true vindication. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I just... Oh, God, I can't wait. I hope it happens. I want to go watch videos of people talking shit and hating it. Oh, my God, I can't wait. I am, like, living for it. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't, I don't. But I, I did burst his bubble. I'm like, the next day when I saw all this stuff from Bobo on Twitter, I was like, according to the writers and to Misha, it was a gay thing. <laughs> It was played very gaily. Okay. (laughs) It it wasn't a friend thing. It wasn't a family thing. It was a gay thing. (laughs) Yeah, there was definitely homo, bro. Not not a no homo. A definite homo. It's a yes homo. It's a yes homo for me. That's what I was going for. But then after, okay, so this week, they did this shit show Buck Lemon episode, right? <laughs> and it just hurt so many people's feelings. And then it just confused so many people because it seemed like the end. Like the but, end. But I know where you're probably going with this is probably the same place I'm going with it. This, this ending is for the Brownleys. Mm-hmm. For the Winces shippers. That's for them. You can yep. have that. You can have the shitty ass Buck Lemming ending. You can have it because the next episode is going to be our ending and it's going to be beautiful. Where'd you go? My grandma started calling me. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. I'm sorry. Last thing I heard was the shitty ass Buck Lemming episode, but next week, next week will be ours. Yes. And it's going to be beautiful. It will. I can't wait. Um, yeah, this I saw where people were talking about how it was. Um, is she calling you again? Bitch is persistent. Yeah, she's persistent. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, they specifically gave this Buck Lemon like they knew that the penultimate episode was going to be Buck Lemon. It always is. Mm-hmm. Dab, let them wrap up everything. That was B plot. <laughs> Everything that didn't matter. Chuck and his shitty ending. They did it. They had to finish it. And it was hella meta. Yes. And it's basically. They ended the shitty Chuck writing. With the shitty show writers. Yes. Yes. And it was. It was. And now they're free. And. Uh, Free from Buck Lemming. I'm telling you. <gasps> They're free. Yes. <laughs> and and I'm sorry. Jack did not turn into God and bring everybody back and not put Cass back in that bunker or not find, leave a way for Dean to get back to him or something. There's some way that Dean's I mean, going to get Cass. I mean, isn't... Correct me if I'm wrong. There is a picture of... Misha on set with the guy who plays Uriel. The angels are awake in the empty. Like when Jack blew up in the empty, she she said, "You made it loud," which means yep. something is wrong. Everybody's awake, right? That's what yep. next episode is going to be. Yep, 
they're getting everybody out of the empty and mainly Cass and Dean's going to say he loves him back because what? Oh, Jeffrey wants Crowley back. Dylan wants Crowley back so bad. I want Crowley back. I'm not getting my hopes up, but it's not happening. But (laughs) if Jack is with Jack is with Amara now. They're in harmony. Yeah. Uh, if we get Rowena and Crowley back together, like, to rule hell, that's all she wanted from the start. She wanted to rule hell with him, but he was like, bitch, please. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she was shady, but she wanted to rule hell with him, and now I think that's all she wants, and I would love for Crowley to come back and rule hell with his mama. It probably ain't going to happen. I don't but, think it's going to happen. I, but Sam's going to get Eileen and get Cass. Dean's going to get cast. And you don't, listen, everybody doesn't die. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, Eileen died for Sam and, 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 and Cass died for Dean and somebody else died. Who the fuck? I don't know. But like everybody, everybody that they loved was dying. Their significant other. Yeah. The, the, the girl that Charlie was with. I can't remember her name, but yeah, people's significant others were dying in that episode. Right. And Cash died. It's your grandma calling again. God damn it. Sorry. It's not your fault. In the shitty book living episode, when Lucifer come back, he called and pretended to be Cass. When Lucifer appeared to Sam, he appeared as Jess. When he appeared to, who else was it? Nick. Nick. It was his wife. So, like... Hello, he's trying to get to Dean by being cast. Listen, it's, I don't care. It's fucking happening. If it don't, I'm um, going to be real sad, and I'm never going to talk about the show again. So y'all better hope it motherfucking happens. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of the reason that I was less motivated to record about this season is I had very little faith in these writers. Right. They- so I was not going to commit to podcasting about a show that ended so shitty. And like I was sure it was going to end shitty, like right. positive. I was scared. I was like, okay, <laughs> but ah, listen, we have called Rowena being the queen of hell. Nope. I told y'all Billy was a piece of shit. You sure did. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure I told you ch- fucking Jack was going to be God and fix everything. Now I just need Dean to sign Cass and make out with him. That's it. And that's all. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's all. And that's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, I hope it happens. Let me look through my notes real quick and see if I forgot anything. Sorry, I just gave you a rundown of season 15 again. That's fine. Well, at least it'll be fresh in your mind for when oh. uh, tells him he loves Did you me. see this? Um, Castiel the Miracle. Did you see this? Something on, on Tumblr. Uh, Verabato Angel Hunter. I don't know. Anyway, um, as I pointed out so many times, Cass's a miracle. Dean said it when he made Donnie come back to life in the hospital in season 14, and then a woman called him that when he healed his son in the woods in 15-6. In season 12, Castiel was called roughly 
as the Winchester's dog. But Dean reworded that in season 13 when Scooby-Doo was a cute mirror of Cass for Dean. He adores that dog. So Dean decides to call the dog Miracle and it hopes just what Cass means to him. He even said to this dog, maybe you can sleep in his room, which was like a consolation. Dean is so sad, but the dog disappears and then thanks to Jack comes back. Miracle comes back. It's a foreshadow of Cass coming back. Ah, yes. I love it. <laughs> it's going to happen and I'm going to cry and it's going to be great. And also there was a, an interview where Misha was talking about having to come back after uh, COVID and record. Um, was it an episode and a half? He said, I don't remember. They only had, uh, no, he said an episode and a half. So oh. back for 18, 19 and 20. He was in 18. He wasn't in 19. What's the other half going to be, guys? <laughs> yeah. His, his voice was in 19. He'll be back. Playing, devil, playing devil's advocate here. Okay, well, you... Whatever. I am... It's happening. I don't care. <laughs> okay. okay, you got... Also... Same person wrote this. Um, uh, I, I know everyone is screaming because Jack didn't bring Cass back. But what Jack said, it has a lot of Destiel sense because it will be, it will complete Dean's arc. If Jack would have brought Cass back with one snap, it would be easy. And Dean wouldn't be able to say the words he has to say to him. But taking what Jack said, the answers are in each one. is just perfect. Why? Because if Dean wants his angel back, he will have to find the answer inside of him. Which answer do you say? The I love you back answer to Castiel. Using his words to express the amount of years loving him in silence or secretly or repressing it because he just thought he couldn't have him as a lover. It's perfectly poetic and philosophical and it will close the healing Dean's arc. Because when Dean faced Chuck and said he wasn't what Chuck wrote, which means he is not a killer, is because Castiel... Cass's words are still resonating in his head because Castiel changed him forever. <gasps> That's beautiful. Oh, what if he what if he doesn't have to go to the empty? What if what if what if everybody is asleep or whatever, but but Dean like prays to him and says he loves him and it wakes him up like when, when Jack prayed to him and it woke him up. I mean, I know Dean's not like powerful, but I know, but the power of love. Gay love. Can pierce the veil of death. Yes. Fuck yes. you guys. That's exactly it. what it is. Ah! Yes. I can't Speaking wait. of which, um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I, Vladimir Putin stepped down the same night that Destiel became canon. Apparently that was a rumor and he didn't really, but it was some shit. Oh, really? There, there, there. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Tumblr lost its collective shit. I was like, like, I got on there, and it was shit. I didn't understand what was going on. Like, the shoelaces thing, like, I wasn't here for that, but people brought it back. And, like, do you know what I'm talking about? No. Apparently, apparently, 2012 Tumblr, there was a thing. <laughs> where, like, if you yes. wanted to know if somebody was 
on Tumblr, you were like, oh, I like your shoelaces. Thanks. I stole them from the president or whatever. Yes, was the thing? yes I remember. Um, Cass crying, saying, oh, I like your shoelaces. <laughs> Dean crying instead of going from the president. I was like, oh, Jesus. They, they, they lost their shit That's on Tumblr. Fantastic. I haven't been on Tumblr in so long. It's a shit show. De- Destiel was trending for like a fucking week at like number two. <laughs> like that's where I mean that's where it started essentially not really started but like that's where it lived for a long time well they woke up like they all the inactive blogs I think just, they come back home for five mm-hmm. minutes they were like oh my god yeah yeah it's really, I'm really excited so am I okay so somebody else um who are you uh on tumblr in a catastrophic mind on Tumblr, they had all these um, parallels between um, like old stuff that has been said to new stuff. Okay. And also stuff that Cass said in his speech and then stuff that it relates to that Dean has said. Okay. Uh, have you seen this? I've seen so many of them. Just so Cass says in his little speech, I wondered what it could be. What, my true happiness could even look like and then right beside it they have dean in his little confessional there's (gasps) things there's people feelings that i want to experience differently than i have before or maybe even for the first time yes and then Cass says the one thing i want it's something i know i can't have in the episode where dean is stuck inside his mind in the rockies bar yes Pamela says, how come you only want what you can't have? Also, doesn't she have on like a necklace that's angel wings? You know what? Maybe. I think she does. Maybe. Yeah. Because uh, Dean always associates her with Cass because the first time he met her, Cass burned her eyeballs out. I mean, she is an association for Cass. Mm-hmm. Also, somebody said, um, like, you probably won't be able to see this, but this right here. Yeah. yeah. Those those two faces. That's that's Dean in purgatory praying to Cass, and that's Dean telling Cass that he loves him. Right? Somebody pointed out the fact that uh, he loves him. You said Dean telling Cass. Okay, go ahead. Told Dean he loved him. Yeah. Anyway, um, somebody pointed out the fact that um, Cass's "I love you, Dean" face is uh the same as Dean's prayer face in purgatory. Yes, and after Dean prayed, he told he's like Cass, I gotta tell you something. And Cass is like, Nah, I heard your prayer. Cass already knows he's, he's just gotta say, gotta say it then. Yeah, and and then obviously the um the don't ever change, you know what I'm talking about. And then he what? said, You changed me, Dean. Oh, I, told- I, <laughs> I saw something where they were talking about um the fan fiction episode. And how in the first act, it was, uh, I can't remember. But then the girl was talking about how in the second act, we explore the nature of Destiel. So, uh, if 19 was the first act of the finale, and 20 is act two. Okay, but did you notice in the little montage at the end of episode 19, the intermission thing, they included that? Yeah. Yeah. Y'all, act two, we're going to explore the nature of this, too. <laughs> I'm so excited. 
some of the stuff that they chose to include in that montage is strange. Like, why would you include that curtain and then the word intermission coming across? Why? Come on. Everything <laughs> means something. Act two. Carry on. Oh, Jesus Christ, guys. They're going to fucking do it. I'm losing my shit. I have to work Friday at 5 a.m. I I can't do it. <laughs> I'm going to be up all night crying. I'm already taking a day off next week. I can't take a day off. <sighs> we said we were going to take a day off for the finale. Well, but Which was supposed to happen like fucking six months ago. I know, right? God. I mean, it ain't like I got to like get out of bed and get ready or nothing. I just got to roll in here and sit down. <laughs> It'll be all right. Yeah. Hey, make coffee. Brush your teeth. Good. Yeah. Drink me a bang, you know. Bang, bang. <laughs> so, like I said, I was thinking about my favorite Dean cast moments and how they hit different. So, right. like, the the mixtape, Liliana, we know. Oh, oh, my God. The fuck out. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I met on Twitter much. I went down the Tumblr hole. I need to go check on her. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, we haven't checked on Liliana lately. Um. Also, the fact that Dean kept the trench coat uh, during oh. season seven. Why would you do that? Also, I don't think that was scripted. I think Dean just picked did it up that because I think Jensen wanted to do that. I think Jensen suggested it, mm-hmm. and I think somebody asked him at uh, con why he did that, and he's like, "You know, I don't know." Because and that's love. Because your subconscious as Dean knows. That's like- that's like the, um, there is a gift set, gift set, however you say that shit, from, um, I'm going to say season four, episode two of Dean looking at Cass and his pupil dilating. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. when you're reading a fan fiction and they're like, oh, and they looked at each other and their pupils dilated and blah, blah, blah. You know, if your pupils get big, you are attracted to a motherfucker. Y'all, you can't fake that. And his eyeballs I don't he either knew immediately that Dean was going to be in love and played it so hard that it happened physically or he just straight up wants to bang Misha and I'm here for that too so (laughs) (laughs) he's stupid um so I didn't notice this when it aired but did you notice that uh Cass pulled a knife out of Dean's pocket like just yes, like put his hand yes. in yeah just like them handcuffs when we first started recording this shit or like just going through his going through his stuff in the the hotel remember that sitting at the end of the bed going through his fucking <laughs> yeah like very very intimate close relationship and um stealing the fucking coat out from under his pillow hello he knew it was there why would he know it was there hmm what? <laughs> What was Cass doing in Dean's bed? I don't know. I don't know. Also, Dean ain't called an angel junkless in a while. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) You have a point. You have a point. (laughs) (laughs) He got proved wrong, y'all. Meat man. Meat man. I'm sorry. (laughs) Meat man. Okay. I think that's pretty much what I got, though. Yeah. Um, we do have some listener feedback. Do we? <laughs> oh, 
the one you sent me this morning that guilted us into doing this? <laughs> yes. So um, whoever you are, uh, know that you have so much power. <laughs> you got some off of our life, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, GFunk64 left us a comment and said, Hey, you two, I really enjoy your podcast, and I'm wondering if you guys are going to be doing any more episodes. I'm only on episode 12 or 13, but was hoping to hear you weigh in on the latest episodes that started airing in October and notice there are no new episodes. <laughs> so we Where did they talk to this? On Podbean? I don't know. I got an email about it, and I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> I had to go look at Podbean because I don't, I don't use that, obviously. I used but, to. Yeah. So. I had been a long time. Apparently, you can leave comments on podcasts on Podbean. Didn't know that. Now I do. So if you use Podbean, leave us a comment. We'll see it. <laughs> don't be assholes. Because, <laughs> you know, we made that rule when we first started this shit. Don't be assholes. Anyway. Yeah. Don't be assholes. People have followed directions. I'm, like, quite proud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just stay in their lane, I guess. That's nice. Um, oh, sure. Yeah, my cat's on my lap. Hello, kitty. Um, oh, yeah. I guess. Alex sent us something. Oh, okay. A shitty Buck Lemming episode. Oh, yeah. That's did right. You, did nobody send anything to us after the fucking I love you? Like, nobody decided to check on us. Like, no. we guys actually don't think. I think they thought we were dead. Because yeah, I think we haven't posted too. anything. We have not. I think the last thing that was, yeah, I think I like posted something about gay wrestling from Tumblr to the Twitter, <laughs> and that's about the last anybody heard anything heard from us. So. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, y'all know how close I was to uh, retweeting uh, Bobo's cope comment on Listen. Twitter on the fangirling. Just saying, cope. Do it. And then you tweet out your red bubble shop and I'll tweet my TikTok of our drawings and we'll be uh, shameless pluggers, okay? Yeah. So like order something on Redbubble or something. Yeah. Oh well you can't yeah, you can't order nothing from me, but you can go look you can order Megan's hers is cool. Yeah. It's like, anyway, so from Alex we got the fuck did we get? Okay. Yeah. Uh well, what the fuck? I don't remember where this conversation started. Oh, I don't know. It went off the rails. Okay. It normally she said, um, She said she's just here to whinge. We know who wrote that pile of crap and we see you. As for fucking fizzy water. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And she just said she had, we're doing okay. Yeah, fizzy water. Listen, Dean's eyeballs <laughs> When he opened that fucking door and it was Lucifer, <laughs> that was amazing. That was almost like, I, it almost looked like they CGI'd it so they popped out even further. You know what I'm saying? Like his eyeballs were like, <laughs> great. Yeah. I mean, I was mad that Fizzy Water was there too, but it was good. Yeah. Um, I was even mad that everything was shitty because of people saying that it was just meta to end the shittiness with them. So no, but like you could play the Buck Lemming bingo with that episode and not have an issue. Like obviously the 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 obvious Dean Cass 
thing was Dean running up the stairs thinking Cass is there. Like, right. And then way too many fucking characters, even in an episode where there was three people left on Earth. Come on. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> just kept piling out of the woodwork. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. It's fucking weird. <laughs> they're, I, they're just terrible writers, and I'm so glad to be free of them now. Is she fucking calling you again? God damn it. Apparently, if I don't get off here and call my fucking grandma, she's going to have an aneurysm. Anyway, I don't remember what we was talking about. I don't either. Uh, no clue. Oh, about how shitty that last episode was. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the, at the end there, when they said they were finally free and old Jared's face, Lord bless it, I wanted to hug him. Yeah. But, I mean, they're finally free, but they're also alone. I oh, know. Which is what the next episode is going to resolve. Eileen's going to come back. And actually, I saw something that, uh, I can't remember who said it, one of the showrunners or something, that our Charlie is going to come back. Not Charlie. Yes. (gasps) Oh. Wait, is Jack bringing back, like, everybody that Chuck fucked with? Are they going to be monsters? I don't know. Is Cass going to bring paradise? Is Cass going to be human? Hmm. I saw a comic where Jack opened the empty and put Dean in there. And Dean went in and lit Cass's little throat right there. And all of his grace came out. And the empty was like, hey, bitch, what are you doing? And he was like, ha, ha, fuck you. He's not yours anymore. And went back Earth. It was, mm-hmm. I was like, Ooh. I have seen some stuff about human Cass. I mean, that would be his ticket out of there. Because- it was- Humans can't stay there. Yeah. But how do you do that? Is he just going to, like, cut his grace out? That's what the little comic person on Tumblr did. I don't know. I was like, that's pretty funny. Can you do that once you're already dead? I mean, is the next episode going to fix heaven? We haven't heard about that in a long time. Dude, I don't know. Like, there's a few things that weren't wrapped up. Well, I feel like Jack is going to fix Haven. Okay. I mean, him and Amara are in balance and yeah. all that. And I think he'll handle the celestial shit. Um, That's true. That's true. I just, I think human cast has been in game for a while. I, I always felt like, but I don't know how they would do it. But I do feel like that would be the answer to get him out of the empty. If you can't just poof him back. You know, yeah. I don't care. I'll take a cheap end and poof his ass I mean, back and just let him make out. I don't care. I mean, <laughs> he'll, probably, he'll probably just annoy the empty that's like he what, did before because because that's probably what will happen is the empty will just release everybody that's awake. So they can go back to sleep. Yeah. And also, I saw a thing on Tumblr where somebody was like, you know... Cass already fucking annoyed the empty one time. Can you imagine now? He's in there like, well, did you see his face? Well, d- did he look like he loved me back? Like, what do you think? What do you think he's thinking? Like, do you think? <laughs> I was like, yeah, that checks out. It was great. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited for Thursday. I can't wait. But it looks like 
they're saying it's gonna be a two-hour finale, but it looks to me the like there's the first hour. Yeah, the first hour is just gonna be like interviews and stuff. I think. Okay, and then the last episode is gonna be. Yeah. Oh Lord, I'm not ready. <laughs> I swear to God, if they if they fuck it up after I've got my hopes up, mm. I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> Mm, 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 mm. Well, I'm just going to say that uh, I, there's no way I'm taking notes when it happens. But if you want to scream directly after work on Friday, okay. holler at me. Okay? <laughs> um, yeah, that's fine. Fridays are nerd nights. Fridays are what? Nerd nights. Oh, so you're allowed to do whatever you want to? <laughs> what? I'll be home alone. <laughs> oh, he's going to be a nerd. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, then it's a date. We're going to do this Friday. Okay, cool. Um, I guess we can, uh, I guess that's all we got, right? That's all I got. Okay, cool. Um, that's it for today. If you like what you hear, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Leave us a comment <laughs> on Podbean, apparently. Um, <laughs> it helps us out. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, etc., you can email us at fangirlandpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, shit. That reminds me. We got another comment on our WordPress. Somebody wanted a copy of that fanfic that Trisha wrote that she took off AO3 because she was trying to get it published. They Trisha's. Yeah, Choices. That's it. Got it. I, I have it too. So if you're listening, email us and we can send you a PDF copy because Trisha said that was okay to disperse among fandom, but just don't post it anywhere, obviously. So right. if you're listening, we have it. Send us an email. Fangirlandpodcast at gmail.com. Okay. Yeah. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 828-619-1155, or if you're outside the U.S., you can email us a voice recording. As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at Fangirl and Pod. We might actually post something. Uh, probably not, but <laughs> in regards to that phone number, you guys, it's the fucking finale. Call in and tell us what you think. Leave it's us a crying voicemail. Tell them, the, tell them the number again, because I think that would be awesome. We could just splice it all in after we scream. Yeah, 828-619-1155. Call us. Cry with us. Okay. Yeah. So, don't forget to check out our blog at fangirlandpodcast.home.blog. That's where you'll find links to the fanfic of the week, and you can listen to the song of the week, as well as each episode. We'll be back next time to scream about the series finale. Carry on. Until Yay! next time, have a great week. Bye! Bye. Ah.